0: the news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra in Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Flow FM in Aflao. We are on Ganga FM in Jirapa. Radio One in Wa Jatai FM in Karaga. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on MyJoyOnline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul. Your cliff wall in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duro Plus Ghana Limited. Producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes, and water tank. We are the only water story tank with a level indicator. Where Duraplas goes, water always flows. This afternoon, industry and traders insist cost of doing business in Ghana is still high, despite tax revisions, as they express concern over potential closures as they fault government for not addressing core sector challenges in the 2024 budget.
1: Where well, businesses are collapsing, where well, businesses have so been overtaxed, it is not fair. Now we don't have any beliefs and the natural thing is to pass on the cost to the consume, consuming public. But how are we even going to do that?
0: But for households, the state of the Ghanaian economy will make it difficult for you to save money. That's the assessment of a professor of finance.
2: Look at how high food inflation is. The minister is telling us that we have turned the corner. Maybe the corner. Right, Food alone takes almost 44% of the household expenditure. It tells you how much it takes away from the household saving space.
0: Also, minority describes as woefully inadequate 220 million CDA allocation for flats caused by the akun Dam spillage.
3: The hospitals resettle, teachers and I mean, key workers who have been displaced, repair roads. What is this uh, supposed to do? So that money is woefully in for. A, in a, uh, uh, adequate form.
0: We'll also get to hear from Medina MP and Human Rights Lawyer Francis Xavier Sussaud decrying the exclusion of imported sanitary parts from tax cuts as he advocates for an inclusive approach.
4: We need to move it forward to make sure that any form of tax at all on a thousand dollars in the calf women's champions league and
0: a woman of sacrifice devotion humanity and resilience words used to describe former first lady theresa kufo as hundreds gather at the forecourt of the state house for her funeral service
3: we wish we could have spent more time with you but i thank god we all thank god for the time we had thank you for l- Loving us all despite our quirkinesses.
0: That's and more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am MFA, a power, and this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. Many thanks for your company. We'll start off with um, 2024 budget and the reactions that keep pouring in government presented uh, that um, 2024 budget by the Finance Minister, Ken Oferiata, yesterday. And some tax reliefs were announced as a result of what the Minister describes as efforts to give significant relief to the private sector until expenditure pressures. Uh, The items listed by Mr Oferiata range from locally manufactured sanitary parts to electric vehicles. Listen to the Finance
4: Minister, Ken Oferiata. Mr Speaker tax reliefs. Our approach to tax policy since 2017 was to give significant relief to the private sector until expenditure prejudice from 2020 required a more aggressive approach. It is important to note that in the short-term fiscal sustainability requires that we improve our tax ratios significantly, otherwise our long-term competitiveness will be reloaded. As we all know, our country's 13% tax to GDP ratio is far below our peers. Our target is 18 to 20 percent.
0: Well, this should be welcome news about uh, the Association of Ghana Industries. Uh, the measure fell short of their expectations. Sir so Chuma is the chief executive. Well,
4: the, the, the question of being happy or not being happy, I think that comments you can make later. You need to study the whole part because when you pick this and um, uh, and you make a very definite concluding pronouncement. You may get it from because there could be aspects that the be interesting. What I can say is that some of the key advocacy is unacceptable. Those are the ones that are concerned. as far as those are concerned, it is fine. What I also see is that in terms of growth, we are not expecting from the back It clearly indicates that growth is not going to be that high. And, and growth is contributed by three sectors. Manufacturing or our industry service because so and some time ago we were doing about seven eight percent per annum and if there is a projection that in the next four years or so years twenty twenty three and twenty uh, twenty seven growth is expected about
0: two point eight. Well, the Ghana Union of Traders Association GUTA fears more of its members will be forced out of business. Here is the president of the association, Doctor Joseph abing
1: if you look at the general cost of doing business in this country and what we were seeking, then, of course, um, um, I would say that the status quo remains. The cost of clearance at of, of the ports and all that, everything still remains. The high rate of um, 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 uh, taxes that we are made to pay, the number of taxes that have been imposed on us, all of these are not addressed. Though just a fraction or segment... Um, that have been um, re, uh, gotten the relief, and most companies are going to fall.
0: Joseph, for being the president of the of GUTA, well, professor of finance with the University of Ghana Business School, Godfrey Bopping, is warning more households will face difficult times as inflation stays high.
2: Systematically, we have been weakening the competitiveness of Ghana's private sector. We are eroding saving space from households and private sector, and therefore. A time will come, in the medium to the long term, in in trying to recover, would have undermined the competitiveness of our private sector. And actually, that is where the worry should be. If you look at the level of taxes that we have accommodated over the years, it is very difficult for the average Ghanaian, in the middle class, we are not talking about the mere mortals,
1: to save.
0: Well, Minority Leader Dr Kaisalato forcing herself notice his side will reject all tax measures the government is seeking to introduce in the budget. He spoke to Evans Mensah in a yet to be aired interview.
4: We in the NDC will not support this tax policy. What they have done today by introducing taxes, exemption, new taxes worth 11 billion Ghana cities is insensitive. In fact, it's most cruel. And it shows that this government is out of touch with the realities of the people. I mean, it is already here. Mm. They, they are in Parliament as we speak. In fact, they are before the Finance Committee and they are begging us to approve it.
0: Well, despite the perhaps um, largely negative reaction to the 2024 budget staff, our Finance Ministry entered into a praise and worship session to welcome the Finance Minister after he presented the budget in Parliament in a video that has gone viral. <laughs>
4: Майка, привет. Извиняю за опоздание.
0: Well, if you haven't seen that video, and uh, that's all over social media now. Some staff of the finance ministry, numbering about 50 to 100, they lined up in front of the ministry to welcome the finance minister, Ken Oferiata, clapping and singing in the background uh, like you can hear after he presented uh, the budget and went back to the office. Well, this action has infuriated the member of parliament for East, Dr. Kwabnadonko, who is asking, also the ranking member of the Employment Committee of Parliament. He has some concerns and also uh, for the head of civil service. Service as well. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Really, w- what is the concern here? Just staff praising their boss.
4: But the concern is when you have the concern is when you have civil servants adopting partisan positions contrary to their oath of office, then the civil service is becoming partisan. One of the critical elements of the civil the it's political neutrality. Indeed, every civil servant swears an oath, and encompass in the oath is political neutrality. So, when you have civil servants being reduced to cheerleaders, it is most unfortunate. And I call on the head of civil service to stamp out this behavior the chief director of the Ministry of Finance must issue a stern warning to such civil servants. Indeed, when civil servants position themselves this way, they make it extremely impossible for any incoming government to work with them. And it is for this reason that since the colonial times, a cardinal principle has been the neutrality of the civil service. This is most unfortunate, and I call on the head of civil service to take stern action. We must not countenance this. This partisanship displayed by paid civil servants goes against the green.
0: Mm, but so, what exactly are you expecting the head of civil service to do? Because uh, we've just seen in that video, the chief director himself is the one leading this particular praise and worship. What exactly do you want the head of civil service to do?
4: The the head of civil service is the chief disciplinarian of the civil service. And so I expect the head of civil service to call all such officers to order and issue them with the appropriate warning letters. Other than that, please, the people of Ghana should not hold any incoming government responsible if they decide that they can't work with this batch of civil servants.
0: Well, that's uh, Dr. Kobnadonko. We're grateful. That's a member of parliament for Pru East, uh, Kobnadonko. They're raising concerns about that um, praise and worship session that um, heralded the entry of the finance minister after he presented the budget when he went to back to his office. Well, the minority has also been describing as woefully inadequate the 220 million city allocation for floods caused by their consumer Dam spillage and flooding elsewhere in other regions. Yes, Minority Chief Web Governor Kwame Agbuja.
3: And some people who we have spoken to, we have the contributions we've done already, I can put a figure to it about 15 million Ghana cities, 220 million Ghana cities. What is this supposed to do? Is this supposed to rebuild the schools, the hospitals, resettle, teachers and I mean, key workers who have been displaced, repair roads? What is this supposed to do? So that money is woefully inadequate for to do anything. If this is just for the relief part of the work, fine. But if it's supposed to be a part of reconstruction, rehabilitation and compensation, then it's a drop in the, in, in the ocean. I'm also seriously concerned that, despite the fact that we have seen a lot of damage in places like Keta and Anglogan, and then, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, Ketu South, uh, 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 flower and Co, the abridged version of the budget we've seen, which he read, didn't say anything about it. The sea defence from Adan all the way to uh, to uh, flow, which is a very big concern because whilst the problems he created were not created by him solely, it was created with the blessing of the, the, the Dr Baumia, who is the chairman of the how do you call it the, the economic management team. Dr Baumia curiously decided not to follow him to Parliament today. The governor of Bank of Ghana also decided not to follow him. They've left him to hang out and dry because.
0: Let me bring in our parliamentary affairs correspondent, quick Asante. Well, Koo, um the D- Minority Chief Whip also raises concerns about the huge indebtedness to contractors, which did not make a showing in the budget.
5: Yes, in fact, the road minister has been coming to parliament over the last few weeks. And whenever he talks why road projects are not continuing in parts of the country, he makes the point that it's because of government indebtedness to contractors. Kwame Lagbuja expected that there will be some answers in the budget.
0: Well, but uh, in spite of all this, though, he had some praise for government? Definitely.
5: Government introduced a zero back rate for locally manufactured sanitary parts. And he says that is a plus, but it's largely an empty budget for the Paganian people.
0: Uh, in, but really, though, um, we're expecting that um, the debate on the budget will start today. What are we hearing about it?
5: Well, now the confirmation is that the budget debate will commence on one day after the post-budget workshop is held in parliament. Um, this weekend. Today MPs have been largely focused on the funeral of the former first lady. Most of them have gone there, certain hasn't started yet. In any moment from now, we expect that they will return from the funeral and they will kickstart events on the floor, questions in the name of MPs and ministers. That will be the business for today and tomorrow. The debate will commence next week.
0: Okay, thank you very much. That's Parliamentary Affairs correspondent there, Kweku Asante. Well, the issue about sanitary parts and the tax cuts for locally manufactured uh, sanitary parts is not sit well uh, with uh, Francis Xavier Susu, the Medina MP, who is also a human rights lawyer. He says government's move falls short of addressing the concerns raised in the private member's bill he presented to Parliament.
4: We're asking for two clear things. We're asking for taxes on the imported parts as well as the reduction of taxes on locally manufactured uh, sanitary parts and the provision of watch facilities, But we are excited that government has granted us this request. And um, we will not rest. We will continue to push. And we are hopeful that eventually we will not have any taxes on sanitary parts, whether imported or locally manufactured.
0: So that's um, Achibo Adams, a member of the Ghana Civil Society platform on SDG. His initial reaction to the announcement, founder of the Kagas Foundation, Abigail Ijewa, also supports this call for equality.
4: We don't really have a lot of companies that are into the sanitary towel manufacturing in Ghana. The ones we have, can, if we are to stop importing sanitary towels, the ones we have currently can't save every woman. So it, it, it's really good that we're expecting the government
0: for taking off the taxes completely. From- what well, we can hear from the Madina MP now who is remains resolute in his commitment to advocating for the fulfilment of all his requests.
4: Now, when you look at what government has done, what government has done is to respond to two of these requests. That is, no customs duty and taxes on uh, uh, will be imposed on raw materials for the production for locally manufactured parts. And there would no be VAT on locally manufactured parts. So that definitely is a step in the right direction. But we need to move it forward to make sure that any form of tax at all on un- uh, exported or on in- uh, imported uh, sanitary parts are also abolished. And most importantly, to reclassify those products as zero-rated social goods so that uh, in the future, there will be no need for us to tax those products. We currently are still at the drafting department. What it means is that this major uh, set by government is going to affect uh, the, the final draft that will be coming out. Because
0: Let me hand over the microphone now to some women on the streets of Accra who are adding their voices to the discus, urging the government to ensure that the tax cuts translate to reduce prices in the market.
4: They have to reduce their tax from all the parts that they are using. But the locally one, they are not common. That will bring impact. I'm coming from Upper West. Sometimes it's very difficult for us to get the money to buy some of the goods or some of the parts. Uh, but the as first as they said that they will make the local one for us, they have reduced the price. It will help us to purchase it some more. Oh. Depending on where I am now, looking at the environment, what people use, that is why I'm talking to this Some even don't get the money to buy
0: Well, let me take you to the Ashanti region now where the Asantehene Otunfo, say to the second, has asked chiefs to prevail on the government, including members of parliament, to account for stored projects in the region. Among these are the phase two of both the KTR market, the Kumasi International Airport and road projects, as well as the Nochi Maternity and Children's Block. Earlier this year was reported contractors had abandoned the project sites over unpaid arrears, owed them by the government. Addressing the Ashanti Regional House of Chiefs, the Asantehene said chief chiefs should not set aloof but demand
1: answers what are we
4: also doing i see a lot of chiefs going to the president for
1: favors have we done the same for the airports and our roads let's ask ourselves contractor e man no contract obaaye ni yedne be church e man no contract now afo wania bruno zo onye den ni sika yemfa man no wabusa na mna kaacho enti monanano yedna toano zo onye yenso ya sadi yenne saye so wa set monanano yedna toano na yena nanano zo yasadi sadi saye The regional minister has been appointed as caretaker, but what are we also doing as chiefs? We have to
4: follow up to know what is delaying our projects.
0: That's the Asante Hene Otumfuo to the second, taking us on a quick break here on the midday news live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. Proudly brought to you by Petrol Soul, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus goes, water definitely flows. We we'll return from the break with sports. We we'll also get to hear from the Chamber of petroleum consumers threatening legal action against the NPA, alleging unacceptable manganese concentration and fuel damaging uh, vehicles, engines in the country, but the NPA says it's taking the necessary steps with the Ghana Standards Authority to address the situation and a woman of sacrifice, devotion, humanity and resilience, words used to describe former First Lady Fariza kofo as hundreds gather at the forecourt of the State House for her funeral service.
3: We wish we could have spent more time with you But I thank God, we all thank God, for the time we had. Thank you for loving us all despite our quirkinesses.
4: In full quantity Chale inside my car dear one wow. the movie lovers always get some story to share and the Premier League lovers too they like complain hey we are ego over you hey this
0: one dear it's like you're talking about me the DS TV movie channels oh
4: over me this festive season it go over you even more on dstv sports are sports movies and swap movies kiss channels are kiss channels and if you happen to be out this festive period the dstv stream go meet you there dial star 759 hash to reconnect or stay connected and unbox the entertainment this festive season dstv it's your moment Thanks for staying with us. Let's do sports, Mulberry. Yeah, thank you very much, Mfano. Now, and and ladies fell short of securing a spot in the final of the CAF Women's Champions League after losing 3-2 on penalties to Morocco's SC Casablanca. A spot in the final would have guaranteed the team $250,000, and winning the tournament would have meant taking home $400,000. However, the Ghana champions will now have to settle for $200,000 after reaching the semi-finals. Now, sports journalist Abigail Senasusu. Is currently with a team in Ivory Coast and describes how demoralized the players were after the defeat. Sitting so back watching the girls uh, cry their eyes out after um, that penalty shootout, it's understandable that all the work that they put in clearly they didn't deserve to be going to be playing in the third and fourth place. But
0: that is the game of football. Little errors in the club But
4: for that own goal, um they really brought the spirits down when they had already taken the lead. Um, I think they tried as they did. Well,
0: That's Abiga That's your spot. ladies. We are super proud of you. Now, this afternoon, to if you're a car owner then you should be worried about where you buy your fuel. This is because the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers, COPEC, is alleging in the presence of higher concentration of manganese in the fuel currently sold in the markets, causing damages to engines of cars in the country. It indicates that there's a surge in such complaints, if not checked by the NPA, to ensure that oil marketing companies comply with the acceptable standards. The situation could escalate. We can hear from Dan Kanamwa, Executive Secretary of COPEC.
4: We have had to go down to do some checks uh, to realize that there clearly uh, was some amount of manganese in some uh, of the products across board with the oil marketing companies. uh, That has been quite sensitive to some of the vehicles. uh, Some of the vehicles, particularly the Honda vehicles, uh, have been the ones complaining the most.
0: But the NPA, the National Petroleum Authority, says it's aware of the situation and taking the right measures with the Ghana Standards Authority to correct the anomaly. Abbas Ibrahim Tusanti is head of economic regulation at the NPA.
4: Our checks indicate that uh, this issue is mainly caused by the uh, manganese, the level of manganese in the fuel. Um, if you look at the, the standard for fuel, the petrol standard, ES one for the routine, please, the 2020 version. The level of manganese in the fuel is maximum 18 milligrams per liter. Now, the, most of the complaints we have had are coming from most of the cars that, if you look at their manuals, what we have observed is that most of these cars, particularly these turbo engine cars, gasoline cars, the manufacturers advise that they use fuel that does not contain any manganese at all. if possible. So if you look at the fuel that are imported into the country, we have met this kind of standard with manganese of maximum 18 milligrams per liter. It to where the, most of the imports that were coming into the country. Had manganese
0: levels way lower than this pitch. That's Abbas Ibrahim Tusante, head of economic regulation at the NPA. That's why we tell you to go for petrol saw so your clean floor always in full quantity. An increase in the hostel fees at the University of Ghana has thrown many students into terrible hardship. Many have had to dish near hostels and in worse situations left school altogether because they simply cannot afford it. Students say the economic hardship is gradually making education at the tertiary level a difficult task. Ethan Lai was on campus and has been learning the stories of some students. Yes, his report read to you.
4: Now I don't even pick taxi to lectures again. Right now I walk from Jim Nelson Hall to, to uh, my, my lecture hall.
0: Steven, a final year biochemistry student at the University of Ghana, shares how a 500 city increment in his hostel fees is making life a pain. According to him, they now have to borrow to augment his expenses.
4: They didn't actually budget for that so they were they used the last semester's uh, uh, postal fees and so when the new prizes came it came with it came to them as a surprise and so they had to look at that where things they are not supposed to do they were they they did maybe they went to borrow because they didn't budget for it
0: now, environmental scientists are calling on company owners and woodworkers themselves to understand the risks they face and put in place measures to protect them. They say protective equipment and workplace safety and training are crucial to make a growing problem of acute and chronic lung diseases in woodworkers. Mona Lisa Frimpong has our cleaner series today. 53-year-old George Boatin has been a carpenter for more than 25 years. He says his hands are the most important part of his body. They are his tool to get the job done every day and he is extremely careful to protect them. But hands aren't the only part of his body at risk as a carpenter. Exposure to dust and chemicals in the course of everyday work can damage an even more critical part of a carpenter's body, the respiratory organs. That's according to the head of the respiratory unit at the Confuanoche Teaching Hospital, Dr. Divine Amenuke.
2: They find so that have got different um sizes in terms of uh, the type of food that is used whether it's hard or soft with those ones the relatively bigger ones tend to settle more in the mouth and nose area uh, to the truth then we have other ones that are go a bit deeper down into the um, upper part of the chest
0: mona lisa from Pons a clean air series for today President of Ghana, John Ajikum Kufo, says former First Lady and his wife, Theresa Kufo, helped him to survive a 15-month jail time at the Usher Prison after an unexpected coup d'etat in 1972. The revelation is containing his tribute read on his behalf at the forecourt of the State House, where burial service is taking place for the former First Lady. He says Abba, as he affectionately called her, was a woman of sacrifice, devotion, humanity, and resilience. <coughs> Fifty-four of us, including cabinet ministers, junior ministers, and some members of parliament, would remain in jail for a minimum period of between twelve and fifteen months each. Having initially endured incommunicado for almost eight weeks, denial of any contact with family or the outside world at Usherford Prison. This angel of a woman to my amazement, would survive the ordeal of raising five children on her own. In my absence, Abba gave birth to our fifth and last child, Kufli. In a tribute from the children read by her first son, Chief Kufor, he said they nicknamed their strict but compassionate mother, Chief Justice, the Law and severe.
3: You fasted also. You were strict and had rules which were hard to follow sometimes. We couldn't claim ownership of things that we found in the house compound because it was your house.
0: My colleague Maxwell Abagba is at the forecourt of the State House, joins us on the line with more. Maxwell, I know there are many, many high-profile persons at the funeral. Also, uh, there was a tribute read by the First Lady. Tell us more.
4: Uh Yes, and many top dignity of uh,
5: IGF, the President is here with his wife, the Vice President, he also not with his wife, former so President John Mahama, right. the Chief Justice, members of Parliament,
4: former President of you know, the me, members of Parliament, members of the diplomatic corps, they claim tell you there's some more. I've been interacting with former President John Mahama.